Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Scientific Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Berry, back from my... I don't know what it was, but I didn't feel all that good, and I certainly couldn't talk for two hours, so that just... I apologize for us not having an episode last week, but it was just... It, 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 it simply couldn't happen. I would have been coughing and sneezing my way through it. It would have sounded really, really bad. I'm just... It was not going to happen. So, Darren, I know you... Be nice. Say my ego. I know you enjoy not having to talk to me for two hours last week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> some way. You find yeah. out something. Yeah. I mean, you're like, wait a minute. Ah. Huh. Yeah. What can I do for two hours? I think I saw my. I think I still ended up sitting on my computer for two hours. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't remember what I did, but it involved a lot of coughing. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. All right, let's let's dig right in here. Neither of us watched the West Virginia Iowa State game, which I'm not even going to apologize for because, quite frankly, I just don't get any joy from watching this team anymore. Mm-hmm. It's become a chore of nothing else. Uh, so. I watched Tennessee, Georgia. You were actually doing some non-football fun, which still baffles me how you can do that in the middle of football season on a Saturday, no less. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, West Virginia loses to Iowa State after playing competitively for like three quarters, and then the wheels fell off in the fourth quarter. So this drops WVU to three and six. One more loss, and they're officially not fall eligible, which means Saturday against Oklahoma. We'll get to that. So... We know that Neil Brown has been under fire, but there are now calls for, I don't remember this being public until now, there are people who are calling for Shane Lyons, the athletic director's head, and it's gone beyond the the crazy people, like all just clean house, including Dr. Gee. It's gone now to people who I generally think of as being reasonable people. Mm-hmm. Like Bob Wetzel, the reporter up in Fairmont. So my question to you, Darren, is this. Should Shane Lyons be on topping block if, uh, if Neil Brown goes? I, and I, and I've, I don't think I've stated it here before, but I've stated it before, that if Neil Brown doesn't go, Shane Lyons should go because he caused Neil Brown. He caused, he essentially has allowed this problem to keep occurring. Um, and then Neil Brown should go. Uh, both should go by proxy. Um, I, I, as, as, as many points as the article did make of uh, keeping it, one, as we both pointed out, keeping it within the Big 12 context and not outside of that because it would have effectively made it irrelevant and, and uncomparable. Um, min- many of the programs have regressed. Um, it, uh, to what extent? It depends on what you look at. Basketball's not been amazing. Um, football has clearly been by our accounts atrocious. Um, I don't, I can't, I can't recall anything about the women's basketball team, but they've not been as they've certainly not been competing for Big Twelve titles that they were. Uh, and then 
one redeemable factor is almost as soon as you read that article, the women, uh, the women's soccer team wins the Big 12 tournament, and I don't know if the game's been played or if I've seen the results or if it's finished or I can't recall, but the men were supposed to play in the semifinals against Kentucky. The men's I, soccer team. I'm not sure about that either, but they also brought up this. You can't even count on the rifle championship anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's that been a tough thing. However, they have been doing something. I just saw the... I, I, whatever the cat championships are, I didn't look into it too much, but it was rifle. We had a gold medalist and a silver medalist from the team uh, uh, win some... Uh, some uh, oh. Yeah, we had two people from the team win a gold and a silver medal. Uh, so they're doing something somewhere. You, you heard it here first. West Virginia University Rifle, National Champion 2023. The CAT Championships being held at Las Palmas Shooting Range in Lima, Peru. Ah, whoa! It's, it's not. Is it? Is it collegiate? What does key? What does CAT stand for? That's what I could never find out. I have no idea. Uh, but oh, they're, they're, Peru, qualifying, they're qualifying finals for the Olympic. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's it's not uncommon for West Virginia Matt Neal's rifle team uh, uh, members to compete in the Olympics and Did win. Did anyone? Uh, and and we had someone for compete for France too, I think. Uh, who I might? Think so, uh, but uh, yeah. So they won a one of them won gold at these qualifiers, and another one won silver. Um, so they can do something if they don't. If they're not waiting for titles and and things of that sort, they're still right in the top ten. Most of the time, top five. I think they were number six last I saw last week. But they're generating Olympic quality athletes, and that's something to be said. Really, let's 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 I guess, get back to the topic of chain lights. Rifle and women's soccer are the two sports where you're like they may not be great, but they are never bad. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, basketball has men's basketball has been bad. Uh, yep, women's basketball has been so mediocre it can be considered bad. Mm-hmm. Mediocre in the sense of like, meh. Like, okay, we're we're not gonna beat Baylor, but we're gonna beat whoever we should beat. Like, we're just gonna exist. Mm-hmm. Baseball has seen its ups, seen its downs. Baseball is baseball. I'd like to add a caveat here. Baseball may not be great, but they play hard. Mm-hmm. Right? It's we've seen that. It's Maisie. Maisie's teams are never out of it because they're mm-hmm. going to fight to the last out. Exactly. I mean, it's it's what's made at least for me excited to at least pay attention to the results. I may not sit and try to find out how to watch the game, but I'm at least invested in the results. And prior to a couple of years ago, I was, I was, I wasn't at all. I was, Oh, if I happen to see them passing, Ooh, they won. Cool. But now I'm actively, do they have a game today? Let's see what the score is. That ge- that game you watched with me really changed you, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, cause yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a, it was, I was there for, uh, if I was, that point and had still never made the to watch a baseball game. I'd watch a basketball game. I'd watch football. I'd 
what I can't remember what else I had done, but I'm sure I'd done enough things, but I'd never made enough football game. Um, partially because none of my other friends that I sporting events team tended to to about baseball um in general as a sport um and there's me yeah <laughs> but <laughs> you know having, having 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 that experience you know then, then as soon the thing was we watched that game they'll almost effectively winning out the rest of the season and making an NCAA tournament then at hosting an NCAA tournament. Right. Uh, you know, right. So, so good luck, Charm. Yeah, yeah. For showing yeah, up. Yeah. But then, you know, after that, you really did become invested at least enough to say, hey, I wonder how they're doing now. And right. now I'm actually trying to pay attention to see if the game. Um, it, it, that, that's, that's given me something. Next thing I know, you're going to have subscription to D1Baseball.com. <laughs> or you're reading Baseball America's college previews in like February <laughs> when it's still like 15 degrees outside and you're like, oh, wait, they're playing a baseball game today. Mm-hmm. But it's in Georgia, not here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So uh, I, I let's get back on track here. Uh, I, I don't believe that Shane Lyons should be fired. And for one reason, I don't know that you can get anyone better than him. And I say that not based on the performance of the teams on the field, but remember this. He is the head of some very important committees in the NCAA. Yes, you can make a case the NCAA is meaningless now. And that's a fair argument. But let's also forget that Let's also remember, rather, that if you're ahead of a committee in anything, you're respected by your peers, right? Like, just by the fact that he is the head of these committees means he is one of the most respected ADs in the country. Mm-hmm. Maybe you may not have much going for, but they've got the respect of people around them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I will say this. If he does stick around but has to give Neil Brown the boot, you as an AD get one bad football hire. You don't get two. So if he if they fire Neil Brown and he gets to pick the next head coach, it has to be a home run. It has to at the very least stabilize the program and get it going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Because athletic directors in this world do not survive two bad football hires. And let's be real. If he hangs around to hire a new football coach, it won't it probably won't just be that. He may have to hire Huggins replacement. And if he gets basketball wrong and football wrong, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Uh, we care about basketball in this state. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you all you never want to be the guy that that follows a legend, but uh, I hate and here's the thing the guy we all want ain't coming back. Joe Mazzu is in the NBA now. He ain't he ain't coming to college. <laughs> yeah, and and we, especially given the the reports that apparently the Nets were trying to get their their the guy he replaced. Yep, they it's didn't like, actually hire him though. I'm sure they, there was some they, outcries uh, about it. Well, I, actually, I know for sure there was some out 
about the potential, uh, but I never saw the result. They hired someone else. I forgot his name, but it wasn't the guy that Celtics had. See, now I was, I was the, had the impression that the the previous coach, whose name I don't know, um, suspended and not fired. It's an it's a team suspension. Yeah. And the team that said that if someone else wants to hire him, they're not going to stand in, in their way. Okay. So I, I just wasn't aware of that part. Gotcha. Right. So it's a, it's not an NBA suspension. It's a Celtic suspension. Mm-hmm. So it's – and like I said, they're like, if you want to come hire him, like we're, yeah. we're, we're cool. Like just don't get him off our hands. But at the same time, if he says suspension and he's still here, like we're, we're probably going to be okay with that. So – I don't know that Joe Mazzulla would be, but yeah, you know, it's we'll, like we'll they, they'll reevaluate that after they see how right. Well if they, they go to the if they go to the finals again, <laughs> it's like well, we proved it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. Go. But if they lose in like the first round, it's like, hey, welcome back. <laughs> to talk about Mazzulla, man. Maybe because I mean, here's the thing: if he gives a good account of himself, there's gonna be people knocking down the Celtics door, going, "Hey, you want to talk about your assistant coach there? Mm. He's got an opening. We'll give you a draft pick for him. We don't care." <sighs> All right, so West Virginia faces Oklahoma this week. Uh, there's no way in hell they win this game, is there? Yeah, I'm gonna go with this, the usual no, until proven otherwise. And you and I both know you won't be. Nope, but I, I will certainly be glad if I am. Yeah, although that would only save off the inevitable because they're still they're not winning out. They're not going to a bowl. Mm-mm. For for sure, the the bowl, their bowl hopes would were shattered effectively two weeks ago. Right, like. You had to beat Texas Tech, didn't. Had to beat mm-hmm. Iowa State, didn't. And that really, if you'd done that, you still needed one more win, but you were just hoping for an upset. Either of OU, not going to happen. Oklahoma mm-hmm. State might happen, but still not likely. Kansas State, no way. Yep, I mean, might not be very good Oklahoma standards, but they're still vastly superior to whatever the hell – Product the uh, the Mountaineers think they've got on the field. Does the fact this game's in Morgantown even potentially swing it a little bit, or is it just too much? I, I think nope. it's too much. I, I, given uh, given how many Oklahoma at WVU games I have attended that have all turned out the exact same way, just no matter no matter the caliber of team we have, uh, Oklahoma always manages to say, "Hey." You still can't beat us, and we still can't beat them. And we always go, yeah, Daddy. That, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Daddy, Oklahoma. Yes. I hate that we have to say that. The, Thank the, God they're the, leaving the, eventually. The one victory we've ever had against Oklahoma in the Big 12 was when the Shuno fell over. That's it. That was it. That's that is it. the one victory. That's the one thing we can get. Well, that happened against us. I mean, absolutely nothing to do with it, but it happened against yep. us. But we all got a laugh out of it. Dang it, if mm. I still won't revel in it. <laughs> hey, hey, exactly. 
Mm. Like if Bevo fell over or something like that, I'd be like, hey, Bevo mm-hmm. fell over against us. <laughs> and again, probably shouldn't go messing with Bevo. That, nope. that doesn't end well. <laughs> Just ask Aga. <sighs> All right. So with nothing much, well, there was some stuff in college, but we're not going to get into that at the moment. I will ask you one question, though. Alabama lost their second game of the season. The LSG won a uh, two-point conversion in overtime. Mm-hmm. The two lost Alabama in the regular season. Is the Saban dynasty over? 100% no. As long as he's still sitting there, that that team's going to be in the national championship talks every single year. And as long as you're in the talks, there's no way a dynasty's over. And that's remember the playoff gets expanded in a few years. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. They're number nine right now in, in a 12 team playoff. They're sitting in pretty good shape. Yep. I wouldn't want to play them. Now, let's also remember this, too. How's that member lost? A last-second field goal and a two-point conversion in overtime. Mm-hmm. That, 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 now, that's still not to, bad. So granted, they had to climb themselves out of a massive hole to even get to the point where they were losing on last-second field goal, but they climbed themselves out of the hole. Right. <laughs> and the Alabama now the LSU game, I other than finding out that there was the ballsy two-point conversion score uh, uh, attempt that that won in the game. Or one LSU to the game. I know nothing else about that game. <laughs> it was, but the classic, Tennessee game I watched all of. <laughs> it was a classic LSU Bama. It wasn't quite quite the nine six game from a few years ago, but it mm-hmm. was a classic, hard fought, bruising battle. Mm-hmm. What it was, it was a good game. Type of stuff you come to expect. Pretty much. I still can't believe. Let's just stop on this for a second. The, the I was going to bring this up last week, but obviously we didn't have the show last week because I was. Just not able to speak. So, like, can we just talk about the fact that Tennessee, Georgia, or any game for that matter, was deemed a bigger game than Alabama LSU? Bama LSU has been the game in college football, along with like Ohio State, Michigan, for the past like decade. And even then, Ohio State, Michigan, until recently, didn't mean much because Ohio State always beat them. Mm hmm. Bama LSU has been the game in the sport, and it played second field to Tennessee, Georgia last week. How insane is that? Quite. And Georgia wiped the floor with Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't really expect that. I I, I expected a hard fought battle there. So did I. So much Tennessee being number one in the country. Uh-huh. Georgia's like, that's mine, and don't you dare come for it. Excuse me, so who said you could have that? Yeah. <laughs> this is the defending national champion for a reason, buddy. Give me that. <laughs> yep. Unless this turns into like 2007, where number one and number two teams lose every week, I got a feeling mm-hmm. Georgia's going to be staying there for a while. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So with that, we'll move on to the NFL side of things. The Patriots beat the Colts 26-3 on Sunday in Foxborough. All around thumping, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, generally. Um, it, it was not pretty. It was not pretty, but it didn't need to be. 
um, I mean, I looked at it. What was it? It was uh, what halftime, and I was sitting there going, um, "Mac Jones has like eighty passing yards, and there's like maybe twenty five rushing yards or something like that." There was like each team had barely a hundred yards total offense in in the first half, um, and, and it was it was just weird, but you know. It was thirteen nothing New England at that point, but it was all thanks to Nick Folk and some and uh, uh, and a pass to Ramondre Stevenson, um, thanks to a blocked punt or set up by a blocked punt. So everyone everyone did enough of a job, and you know obviously special teams did hell of a good job, and defense did heck of a good job. And the offense just was like, all right, we'll heal. We'll do what we can to make sure we don't screw it up for you. And that's, that's pretty much all the offense needed to do because we all knew damn well Indianapolis's offense wasn't going to do anything. Especially without Jonathan Taylor. Like, you lose the offensive catalyst. Yeah. Like, we all expected, like, if they, like I was truly shocked they had three. Mm-hmm. At this point, the Patriots give up a field goal, but I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. was scored? What? Wait a minute. What happened here? The Colts scored? What the hell? Hold on. Something may wait. And they checks notes. The Colts. Oh, okay. So was this, was this just the Patriots not necessarily dominating, but just doing enough? Or was it just the Colts were that damn bad? I, the Colts were certainly bad, but you know you've always got to take advantage of it. You've always got to take advantage of that situation, and they well they did. So yeah, I mean I I, I agree with you. When I was really like this, kind of leads me on to my next point is like I'm glad they took care of this because the last time they had a really bad team coming in here, look what happened. The Bears are not good. And the Bears play like the 85 Bears against the Patriots that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's not have that happen again. Okay? Like, you just got to, I can't believe I'm saying this, a good win against the Jets. Don't waste it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the Patriots are 5-4 and four right now. Going uh, into the bye week. Where where does this team stand? I know they're at the bottom of the division. The division is really, really good. And the Dolphins are good. We know what the Bills are. And the Jets are the surprise team in the NFL. How do you feel about this team at five and four and nine games in? Um it I mean they've still got a lot to figure out. Um but I think that the the defense is Figuring itself out a bit more, which is part of the reason. Oh well, a good part of the reason why they've won the last two games, um, because it's taken the pressure off of the offense. Because there was a few games where the defense was not; they were vulnerable, and the offense wasn't able to keep to keep up, or you know, to keep up with for that. Um, so. That's good. Um, I think 
what's what's also improved is not so much Hano Henry and Johnny Smith's performance in that uh, more so in that they are being targeted more. So it's allowing them to perform uh, because prior I felt like they weren't getting any touches at all. And then until like Zappy's second start, I think it was, or maybe late into his first like actual start, were they getting targets? Um, it was second and, one because it was against the Lions. Yeah. So now, now their their names are getting called more. Henry was the leading receiver this week. You know, counting for almost a third of the yards. Granted, it was 150 yards, and he's got 50, but still, that that says something. Um, so things are it's it's these types of wins against the Colts and. The way they they sealed it against the Jets that are giving you that information that lets me know that I I feel like they're figuring it out. It's a little later than we'd have hoped they would have figured it out, but to be five at four, nine games in, again, given how they started, I, I think that's about as good as we could have asked. I give them a little bit of a pass though for figuring out now because they've had because you had Mac Jones missing those games. Mm-hmm. Like, having Zappi come in, he did well when he was there. But the fact that you had to go away from your starting quarterback and giving everyone time to gel, I, I give them a pass with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, can, I, I can live with figuring it out halfway through the season now. And the 17th game doesn't really hurt you that much now. Yeah. So, do, do you think that the tight end is getting involved has sort of like we talked about this earlier, how it feels like a, a different game was called when it was Zappy in there versus when Mac Jones was, was in there. Do you feel like now like Patricia has finally figured out what he has and it's just kind of like, okay, we're settling into what we are and now having the tight ends get more involved has allowed this offense to start kind of putting itself together. Like that was the missing piece of the puzzle. I, I would think so, um, because the tight ends have always been an important part of, of this offense. So having them, and, and they were important last season too, especially Henry. Um, so, so so to have them fit back in and seemingly look like they're, they're, they're fitting back in, it, it's, a, it's a good sign for sure. No disagreement there. So let's talk about what happened on Monday after the after the uh, Colts got back to Indianapolis. They fired the head coach. Frank Reich is out. Jeff Saturday, the former center, former ESPN, yeah. uh, former ESPN pundit. No, that's not the right word. Analyst. There we go. Pundit soccer. Uh, I guess you can use the word interchangeable, but I like analyst better. So the former ESPN personality. There we go is uh, in as the interim head coach. Your thoughts on that, on the whole thing, not just Saturday, but um, right being fired and then Saturday coming in. I, I was just a bit surprised uh, at Frank Reich being fired. I mean, I, I didn't quite consider him being one that was on the hot seat. I mean, obviously the team wasn't doing very well, but... In, I don't think career like since he's been in Indianapolis, I don't think it's been like atrocious. 
They've been pretty good. I mean, I mean, again, last season, look what he did with Carson freaking Wentz. They managed to be pretty decent. And, and um, and you know, losing or starting off horribly. Uh, one, the Matt Ryan, I feel like the Matt Ryan decision had to have something to do with it. I mean, I, I, it had to have been a big part of it. And then, of course, you know, bungling it all up against the the Patriots. Uh, I mean, I, I expected a little bit of a closer game. Uh, on the stat sheet, it might as well have been. But point was, I actually expected a little bit closer. Uh, but still, like you said, J.J. Taylor not being there. Um, but yeah, seeing him get, get booted, I was like, oh, okay, um, all right. Interest. It's a very interesting decision, and I don't know how. I don't think I necessarily think it was a good idea, but I, I, I'm not entirely sure they're going to be that much worse off if, if, <laughs> um, because given the new guy, who, as you've pointed out, has little more than high school coaching experience, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, they're doing any better now. I think at this point they've accepted the season's a wash. And just decide to put whatever scrub they could, and to fill the role. Let me let me float this theory out there. Let me let me let me just float this from my free thinking mind. Should should we have taken the fact that they bench Matt Ryan a little more seriously? Because if they were actually trying to keep Frank Reich around, they probably would have been like Matt's injured, but when he's come when he's healthy, it's his team. But because they basically had said. Matt Ryan is done. Shouldn't that have been the indication that we want to move on and they, we're going to clean house, and including the head coach? Yeah, I, I think retroactively, like like looking back on it, you, it probably should have been that that point for all of us to go. Okay, well, meh. If if. You 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 you're saying right now, no matter what, Matt Ryan is effectively never playing another game for the Colts. Uh yeah, something was some something some red flags should have been popping up for sure. Especially my I didn't think nearly in uh, as deep into it as I as I probably could have. I looked at it as okay, so you picked up Matt Ryan off of nothing. That's pretty much what my that's, thoughts that, were. That's what I thought too. It's like okay, well, to be fair, I was kind of sick in my critical thinking. Let's go out the window when I'm sick. So I wasn't like, yeah, wasn't thinking as clearly as I could have been. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it's really an interesting thing because when we get to Saturday in a second, like Frank Reich's Colts were never truly bad. The offense was anemic, but they weren't really up until now. They weren't bad. And then the bottom falls out. Yep. Yep, for sure. So now Jeff Saturday comes in, like you said, well, I, like you said, quoting what I said, this he has no more experience than a high school head football coach for three years. I believe one of those his last year was seven and three. But here's the thing. There are two former head coaches on the staff in the NFL on the staff here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And they chose to go with the guy that has no experience. Yes, he is a franchise legend. 
And it's probably a ticket move, like, hey, come see Jeff Saturday. Remember the good old days when it was he and Peyton Manning leading the scene. But even then, who who besides like me has bought an NFL ticket to go see a head coach? Unless his name is Bill Belichick. <laughs> and and I'm, not, I'm not being a Patriots guy here. I'm just like Bill is the only head coach in the NFL that people will go buy a ticket to watch them do their thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is like, okay, so what? Maybe, 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 maybe Tomlin and Sean McVay or Andy Reid. Those are the four. Everyone else, it's just a head coach. Like, you're not going to sell tickets based on Jeff Saturday. I'm sorry, but you're not. Nope. Unless someone really just wants to have a good laugh, maybe. And even then, that's an expensive laugh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think I need a few stadium beers to get to where I'm laughing. (laughs) Stadium beer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, I, I just... This season is a wash with the Colts, and like if and here's the thing: if this works out, more power to Jim Mercer. But you could have gone so many different directions, and yet you chose this. What does it say that when Saturday was first called, he asked him, "Why am I a candidate for this?" <laughs> like that's yeah. an honest quote from him in his introductory yep. press conference. Yeah. Say wait, wait, huh, wait, huh, excuse me, like, so what? Uh why why would you okay then? Sal, <laughs> do you think you just like just get to the end of the season and go from there? Nah, I think this is just a placeholder. This is this is just yeah, uh it's an experience holdo. Uh but yeah, I don't expect anything to come out of this. Other than a thank you, uh, go home now with your however much money he gets for the remainder of this season to sit there and basically be cannon fodder. He does actually, it, it, it this should work out for him kind of well because he'll go from being just a former player who's an offensive lineman on ESPN to being a former NFL head coach on ESPN. <laughs> So hey, that probably raises his uh, his profile a little bit. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your record might be like zero and nine, but who the hell cares if you're going to be the lead guy on ESPN now? <laughs> they're looking for a former NFL head coach. They have here's the thing: they have uh, uh, Herm Edwards back, and then you got uh, and you get another one. So hey, could be a good deal for ESPN too. All right, let's go around the NFL here. So we'll recap games in Week 9, look ahead to Week 10. We'll start in Houston where the Philadelphia won the football game, but the Houston team won the Baseball World Series. Thank God. So Eagles are continually uh, continuing to be undefeated. Is this the best team in the NFL? I'm not convinced. I mean – you don't pick your you don't pick your schedule, but my God, they've been playing nothing but horrible teams, and they're so, not going to play a good one until like three more weeks when they play yeah. the Giants. It's like the, if there's yes, you play your opponents, 
you you play who you're supposed to play you don't get to choose that but these are horrible teams like these aren't just mediocre teams these are not good teams that they are playing and beating so of course they're gonna rack up the stats and the score sh- scoreboard and everything else um because there's no one on the other side to stop them uh I, i'll and even then even if they go out and and you know play and beat the jets uh or not the jets side the giants heck the jets would even be a formidable opponent at this point for them uh <laughs> but beating the giants uh it's still it's still not enough to convince me i i truly feel like this is one of the another one of those moments where you got a team that go that gets hot and and then they get to where it matters and they will inevitably crash and burn. I, I was, was going to say, is this the best team in the NFC? Like, so they, if they make the playoffs, which they're pretty much guaranteed to, mm-hmm. uh, would they like win a playoff game or are we talking one and done? Hey, I'm, I feel like, I feel like it's a strong possibility that they'll one and done. Wow. I don't see, I certainly do not see them making the Super Bowl. I really don't. Calling a shot like and, and that's Ruth. not to say that they're not playing well with, with who they're playing, right? That's, that's a given. Um, they're not making a horrible mistakes and they shouldn't be. Um, but let's just see what happens when they're playing good, actual good teams that can stand to fight and can give them a little more than a slap on the wrist and, and then let them walk down the aisle. True. All right, let us go to the Bengals and the Panthers. I asked you this a few weeks ago, and I'm going to ask you this again. The Bengals have figured themselves out, haven't they? Uh, and then yeah. lost a lot 35 running the rock, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, and all I got to say is thank you, Joe Mixon. <laughs> I won my game. I don't know how I won my game, but I don't care. Like, I'm good. I, right? saw, I, I opened up my thing for the day. And I, I was dumbfounded. I, it was like it. We, quarter. Joe Mixon has thirty five points. I'm like, um, uh, is there a glitch in the app? Did am, am I? Is someone gonna call me a Cheeto? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Hey, you're know. a Patriots fan. It's like I don't. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, my stepdad does my stepdad still won't let off on that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> why am I not surprised about that? Yeah, he's a Cowboys fan. Oh. <laughs> so he'll he'll uh but I uh, holy cow. Yeah, no, they, they don't have very many problems over there in Cincinnati right now. No, they do not. Um uh yes, they lost to Cleveland. We won't talk about that. Uh but I think they've generally figured themselves out. Uh uh, and, and Joe Mixon, if nothing else, he knows what he's he knows what he's about. Oh yeah, uh, he he and Justin Fields. So I picked up Justin Fields because I was absolutely tired of Derek Carr. I had I had also had Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of the season. So you People can tell how my those. you can tell how my quarterback situation went this year. Uh, so I dropped Rodgers up quite early, and I had Derek Carr who was doing okay. He was doing it. He was ba- he was making projections, and that's really what all I called for. Uh, 
but also the last couple of weeks he's not been very good either. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to be weird and pick up Justin Fields, despite the fact that I'm absolutely pissed off about uh, what he did to the Patriots. Picked him up. He and Mixon combined for almost 100 points alone. Whoa. And I scored 170. <laughs> uh, I and, and and I still had points left on the bench. I, there were still two two players. I, I played Stevenson over Kamara, and I played. No, uh, sorry, I played Kamara over Stevenson, and I played Myers over Smith Schuster. Uh, and I could have gotten another eight had I had made the opposite of those decisions. But uh, say so I'm I'm all yeah, you're mixing. You were all right. <laughs> now you know who's not all right. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers. Nope. <laughs> they are not all right in uh, I they they might be drowning the sorrows in said cheese. Per- preferably fondue as it is easiest mm. to swallow. Mm. At least easy to drown yourself in. <laughs> Less painful than dropping a thing of cheese on your head. Yep. Because <laughs> they might just want it. They might just want it just just knocked out and be done with it. Also true. After losing the Lions, yeah, probably. They don't mm-hmm. lose the Lions a lot. Nope. No one does. No, but dang, am I glad it was them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just sent me what three words. Green Bay bad. Green Bay bad. And, and I, you're not wrong. It's like they don't even deserve the effort to me, for, of me putting in the extra words to complete a proper sentence. Green Bay bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna play like a bunch of three year olds out there, you deserve to be referred to as if you will. I don't remember which rapper it was, but someone is obviously a Packers fan. It's like we should have traded Aaron Rodgers before the season. <laughs> I mean, is it a good point? I think it is. They should, yeah, yeah. I mean, when when the guys. At- Going, oh yeah, we lost to Detroit. Remember, I'm still the defending two-time MVP. I don't give a damn. Like if I'm anyone is... in, if I'm anyone in that locker room, I don't give a damn about personal achievement. That di- that's not winning us football games right now. Like this team is three and six. So like, get off your ayahuasca high horse and go do something. Yeah, because <laughs> that's all we've heard is complaint after complaint. And and shrugging it off. Basically, what he's doing is blaming the team, whether he's outright doing it or making offhanded comments of "I'm the MVP. I can do no wrong." Why did I become Russian all of a sudden? No one knows. But if apparently I could go Aaron Rodgers, I'm doing no wrong because he's playing the blame game. He's he's that's all he's doing. He's saying, "I'm the MVP. You guys do better." That's okay if you're Tom Brady. And even then, right now, that's still not okay. Because they're not doing okay. I know it's not fine. (laughs) Right now, that's not fine either. It's like, no. You're bad. You you can make the case, and and, and I'm not even saying I agree with this. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. you can make the argument for this. That it's such a young team, particularly on offensing, that Aaron Rodgers is basically like, look, I know what I'm doing. 
do as I say and we will be fine. Like, if I say do it, you damn well do it. That's an argument you can make. I'm not saying that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. But what comes off as blaming the team might well be him trying to, like, get his team to see his guy's attention and be like, hey, yeah. we're three and six. That's not going to fly. Get your head out your ass. Let's go play ball. I feel like that would be all well and good of a, of a of an argument if he was actually performing well himself. Well, okay, okay, okay. Let, let me let me let me let me let me stop you right there. Half of the quarterbacks playing well is on his receivers. Also true. If a receiver is not running the right route or is not getting open or is dropping the ball, that looks bad on the quarterback. You know, it might not be his fault. Okay? Yeah, this is true. That that's so I'll, I'll, that's my that's my can't argue with that. But I'm I'll not also saying po- I believe it, yeah. but I'm saying it's yeah. true. See, and and simply for the rebuttal, I'll point to the wonderful interceptions he threw that lo- that basically lost them the game against Detroit. <laughs> okay, fair. Those were all you him. One, you have but, one uh, but, debate. Yeah, it's like, but also yes, like the receivers are a good part of that too. And it's he's certainly hurting. We can't disagree with the observation that he is certainly hurting without Devontae Adams. He oh, is. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely obvious that a good portion of his uh, of Roger's success was thanks to Adams. If for no other reason than it got other people open. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It drew – if for no other reason. But – He's also just not making good decisions in himself. No. So, yeah. Bad he's got team. State Farm. He's covered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they have loser insurance. Maybe. Well, that's, just, that's just called a high draft pick. It's like, was it, who is it? Is it State Farm that also runs the, runs the uh, commercials that say we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two? No, that's Farmers. That's Farmers. Yeah, so, yeah, Farmers. That's J.K. Simmons. I've, yeah. Um, Can we get J.K. Simmons to a Packers game? <laughs> so may, maybe he should switch to Farmers because then it'd be <laughs> like, we, we, we know a thing or two. You've done a thing or two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some someone call J.K. Simmons and get him on McAfee's show the same day Rogers shows up. <laughs> we'll oh. have McAfee talking to J. Jonah Jameson over here. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think I'd make an obscure Spider Man making a Spider Man reference tonight. But all right, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I also think the Jets beat the Bills. Yet here we are. Yeah, that that was a shock of the weekend, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, so that, Allen threw two interceptions, was push, was right around fifty percent completion rate, and didn't throw any touchdowns. And he was the team's leading rusher. Uh, and he came out with an injured elbow. And he came out with an injured elbow. Yeah, good job, Bills. <laughs> he done broke Josh Allen. <laughs> He's actually had this injury before. <laughs> Uh, it's a UCL injury he had his rookie year, and there's some doubt if or not he plays this weekend. Oh boy. The first thing I thought is, why can this happen when you get ready to play the Patriots? Like, <laughs> why can they have been, I don't have to be now. Like, really, that's the first thing I thought of is, why can they have to, why that's be now? Why couldn't they have been, we get to play him in Buffalo in the last week of the year? Mm-hmm. Like, I, we could probably get him in Gillette. 
We ain't getting him on the road if, if he's playing. Yeah. And here's the thing. If he's not playing in that game, it means they have a comfort they want to, and they don't even care if they lose to us. So. But this now drops the Bills to 0-2 in the division. Division games, that doesn't, they're still top of the division because they have, because they have the best record. But still, like, 6-0 and against everyone else, 0-2 in the division. What mm-hmm. a work that is. Oh, yeah. So based on based on the fact that they have no division wins, they're the best team in the AFC East. I, yeah, still, I feel I feel like I feel like they're still gonna find a way to win it. Uh, but. It's this this entire division. Include the Patriots. Exactly how how it goes later, but is a whole heck of a lot closer than neither of us expected. Oh yeah, I tell you that. I, th- yeah, this is not at all. If you ask me, and we did ask each other, uh, <laughs> ten, yes, we you did know, have ten weeks ago, how we'd be going in to that. Uh, Expected bottom of the barrel entirely show who even though if they really deserve to be there yet. <laughs> we'll find out when we get the Jets in two weeks, and we if we beat them, we'll obviously have the tiebreaker over them. We can split the Dolphins, and then it just comes out of what you against the Bills. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the Minnesota Vikings have but one loss. And they are really good. So let me ask you this. If the Eagles are, are, are the best team in the NFL, are the Vikings the best team in the NFC? In the, in the NFC? They, they almost lost to the Commanders. They, they almost lost to the Commanders. So we'll, we'll hold off a little bit on that. But they, they're managing to win games. Now I don't know what what all of I right off, without looking at it I don't know where all the games fell on the timelines. Let's look. Um, but I would be willing to bet obviously a majority of them, if not all of them, are at the one o'clock time slots. Maybe a four twenty-five. The only game that I can recall them playing not in one o'clock is against the Eagles, and they played them on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. And, and that was like week had- two, right? Yes, and they had the Saints on a, on a 9.30 a.m. kick in London. <clears throat> Everything else, I think, has been pretty much mm-hmm. a 1 o'clock game. Yeah. So, so put, the, put them in at 8 o'clock. Uh, you know, put them in a Monday night, and we'll see, which I guess will be soon. The next, the next primetime game they play, Thanksgiving night, the Patriots are in town. Wow. They have the Bills on Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Cowboys next, uh, then after that on which is four twenty-five, and then Patriots on Thanksgiving night, eight thir- eight twenty. Interesting. <clears throat> We're gonna find out just how good this this team is: Bills, Cowboys, Patriots in prime time. Yeah. We're gonna learn a lot about the Vikings over the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be very interesting. But yeah, yeah. considering they almost they they quite literally almost lost to the Commanders, I I'm hesitant to say they're the best at anything just yet. And let's talk about the Commanders, not the football team. Let's talk about what may or may not happen in the uh, NFL ownership world. The word came out last week that Daniel Snyder has looked into selling the team as higher Bank of America to quote. Handle all transactions. <clears throat> Make of that what you will. Tells me he's scared. Yep. I mean, it's it's obvious. The things come out that that there's a full blown federal investigation, like like not just what not just talking to the to the feds and getting you know called in for talking my, my there man was a has full, stood before congress yeah it's like there was that and now there's you're being investigated friend like you're actively under investigation and, and they don't give a damn who you are yeah so th- that is and the fact that probably damn near every NFL owner despises him uh, the fans want him out. The few fans I do, the few people I do know who have want him out. He knows it, and I think his little of being, oh, I don't care what they think. That's it. Was just that he's he's crying inside, and I'm kind of hoping for the minute he just breaks down on live television i would i would i would pay for that pay to see it yeah kind of so <laughs> i will give you i will give you the choice of two owners bezos or matthew mcconaughey apparently mcconaughey's going in uh, has as a potential investor with oh bezos. okay i didn't see that i yeah. didn't see, i thought it was yeah, I thought if it i was. were called reading it right but i mean what's I just hear all white, all white, all white before every game. <laughs> At least it wouldn't be for Texas. I can live with the stuff for Texas. <laughs> like he's lovable when he's not removing the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that you're a Texas guy makes you insufferable, but if you are like, doing it for the commanders, I can I can almost get behind it. <laughs> Honestly, I want Bezos on the team because I want a, Bron- a, a Broncos commander Super Bowl. Because I want Walmart versus Amazon in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. That would be hilarious. That's what I want. Like, like if the Patriots can't be in it, I want funny. And that would be funny. Uh, welcome to the funny bowl. Where drones <laughs> deliver the balls and... That. And you can you can get your TV half off. You get your TV half off, and you can get some skip knockoffs of your Apple Beats headphones. Yes, and I would know. I quite a few of those. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> now I can afford the actual stuff. Yeah, there we go. Yay! <laughs> yay! 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 Being able to afford things. Uh, that's still I'm ironically made in get- China. <laughs> I need to look at your uh, Christmas is coming up, and I need to get you more than what I have been getting you the past few weeks, the past few years. So, I need to get started on that. My f- mutual friend uh, of our, of ours texted me it's like, "I found your gift," and I'm like, "I haven't even started shopping yet." 
And I guess it's not Thanksgiving yet. Get back to me on Black Friday, and then I'll go from there. <laughs> I think Black Friday is is for the last couple things. I get when I get started, I get started really early because like things just start coming to me, and I just feel I just have to start buying them. Um, that and it, but it makes it gives you the feeling that it's easier on your pocket because all of it's not coming out at once. Um, Fair. So, so it's it's nice. I'm just like, but uh. Uh, yeah, I think the last couple things I have in mind, I'm hoping will will be discounted on Black Friday uh, or Cyber Mondays. There, thereabouts. Uh, we'll we'll see. If not, I'll well, still I'll still be getting them. It's kind of funny. Uh, there's a train show in Huntington on Thanksgiving weekend, and then there's a train show in Bluefield this week. And I'm probably not going out to one of them, but I was thinking like, well, if I went to the Bluefield, when I could be happy on a Saturday for the first time in forever. <laughs> But then again, I don't think they need to blow all my money before the, before Christmas shopping season. <laughs> I know what'll happen. Hey, I want that. Hey, I want that. Hey, oh, crap! I have to throw my money. <laughs> and what did I tell myself about spending money to not to? But look, I have all this Virginian stuff. Like, well, okay, like, okay, it's fine. It's Popeye's railroad. It's fine. It, it's fine. It really is. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> thing is, though, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Papa's birthday is November 10th. Show starts on November 10th. Like, I could have gone. Like, I could go down there like, oh, it's Papa's Railroad. Oh, it's, I'm getting sentimental. There's, like, everything I bought says Virginia on it. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> okay, let's move on. The Raiders lost to the Jaguars. Is it time to send Josh McDaniels packing? Mm-hmm. He just lost to the freaking Jaguars. Blue a 17-point lead in the process. Uh, classic. Just, that's the theme. Everyone blowing double-digit leads. No reason other than they're totally incompetent. Just, just horrible. Seahawks beat the Cardinals. They're leading this division in the NFC. Mm -hmm. Who saw that coming? Not me, but not me. Damn if I ain't here for it. Uh huh. Uh, I'm all in. I'm all in for this. I my uh in my in my group. He is a Seahawks fan. And he was like, man, I was telling him, I was telling his, you know, whatever his friends that he had, Seattle fans, he's like, I was telling them this, that they're not going to regret getting rid of Wilson. I, I saw the trends. I saw he was declining. I knew he, we were going to be worse off if, and I knew, and he, he, he didn't, uh, he already knew what Gino could do. Like, he was like, I, I'm waiting to see it come out. Because he's quite familiar with Gino, uh, and I was like, "Yeah." And then of course he wins player. So I was like, "How about that?" There we go. So, uh, needless to say, Ed Kowalko is very and also happy with himself being proven right because Russell Wilson is actively crapping. The Seahawks won that trade. Yes, absolutely. Like they, they, like they, they fleece. They, the, they the Broncos and. Been doing 
pretty well too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like they, you got you you got rid of what Drew Locke. Yeah. Or, no, you got. <laughs> You, you, they picked you, up, they picked Drew, up Locke Drew Locke That's right. and Noah yeah. Fant. You got rid of Russell. And got rid of Russell. And what they got in... And what they really got was Edo Smith kicking ass and Noah Fant saying, hey, look, I can actually be worth something if you give me a shot. There we go. So, you know, if, if anyone ever said Pete Carroll was out of his mind, you might need to rethink yourself. They're playing the way they know how to play. They play defense and they play mm-hmm. good enough offense. Yeah. And, and People. you know, Rashad Penny gets hurt. Walker steps up. It's like he was, it's like Rashad Penny was never there. Can, can we just also point out the fact, too, that playing good defense is playing good enough offense is not a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, just because your offense is just scoring 45 points a game does not mean it's a bad team. Doesn't mean it's a bad offense. Mm-hmm. We need to stop make. We need to like uh, yes, I agree that yards shouldn't count in terms of like scoring offense should be the only measure that we use to talk about how good an offense is. Mm-hmm. But if I've got an offense that's scoring like twenty one points a game, but I'm winning, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I am okay with winning a game like twenty seventeen. I don't have to score like thirty-one plus a game to make me off to make me feel good about my offense. Yep, I'd like it's- to be scoring more, sure, but if my defense plays well and my offense is doing enough, that's fine. I don't want what I don't want is I don't want to have one side of the ball feel like they have to do everything. Yeah, exactly. It's all about knowing that if I need to do more, I can. They will certainly be trying. It's not like they're holding back, but it's knowing that they can rely on the other guys. If I slip up, you can make that, you can make it up for me next drive. That's doing enough. That's really all it is. It's the, it's the perfect embodiment of complimentary football. Exactly. And that's that's going back to the Patriots game. That was the Patriots game. Right. Everybody stepped up and the offense did what they could to keep you know, to to make the special teams and defensive efforts not wasted. And that's all that's all they needed to do. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Oh yeah. Brady is one low after being divorced. <laughs> Brady's back. <laughs> they did beat the Super Bowl champion Rams mm-hmm. in surprisingly well, in well, not surprisingly in Brady fashion. I mean, he drove him down the field. He drove him down the field. I mean, he threw it fifty-eight freaking times because they didn't have a running game. Uh, yeah, we all need a running game. He's forty-five, but you know, uh, I mean, Matt Stafford was also horribly inaccurate, but again, without having watched, he, he was he he had thirteen completions, eight of them were to Cooper Cup. Need I repeat myself on why that's a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all can figure out why that's a problem. Man. I think we can all figure that out. I'll t- happily take the repeated targets. Cups on my lineup. Target him <laughs> as much as you want, but it ain't going to win you games. No, it's not. Cup will take the stat sheets. Because these, will- these are professional coaches that are going to go, hey, double team Cup. Yeah. He can't throw it to anyone else. He won't throw it to anyone else. Mm-hmm. 
and th and that's a problem. Now that's that's a receiver problem yeah. when you can't re rely on anybody else but one guy. Granted, you've got one of the best guys to rely on. I'm uh, starting to think they should call Odell Beckham when he gets healthy. Like, hey, yeah. you want to come back here? Well, that's the thing. They go, hey, you want to come back? And OBJ be like, nah, you won't give me anything. No, thank you. Yeah, I'll go to the Cowboys. It's like, my guy, you got, you're coming off of an ACL injury. You, you're worth a pack of peanuts to me right now. <laughs> not, not to the man, he's not. It's no, like, he put the little one there. Yeah, it's like, come on. At this point, he, at this point, he's hurting to be on someone's team. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they probably should be, they, they probably should be before someone else takes him. Is this the game that writes the Bucks ship? Uh, well, it had to start here, of course. Uh, let's see who else they got. Who's they name? have the Seahawks yes. in Germany this year, this week. Oh, Germany. In, in Munich. That's fun. I forgot there was another. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, I, I say beat the Seahawks and we'll start talking. This one was just two not good teams playing each other. And one team, and you have to drive down to win. Granted, this is Tom Brady. He's the master at doing so. Um, so the fact that Tom Brady did Tom Brady things... That's a positive for them. He can do Tom Brady things still. <laughs> Beat the Seahawks, and then we'll we'll start we'll start discussing. <laughs> Speaking of that game, Germany is the fifth country that the NFL has played a game mm -hmm. on. In well, it will be once the game is played on Sunday. Besides the U.S., what are the other three? Country. Trying to make sure I'm getting my actual things correct because you know geography. Um, you got Mexico. Yes. You got um, uh, England. Yes. You need one more. And you've got um, same Mexico, London, and why am I lost? Losing the other one. Um, they even play it? Did they play it this year? They didn't play it this year, did they? It's just no. They haven't. I'll give you a hint. The country that you're missing haven't played there in a long time. Ah, yeah. So, hmm. No, I don't know. Canada. See, I was gonna think Canada, but I was like, I don't know. The I don't Bills, know. The Bills played in Toronto many years ago. Huh? They played like one game a year in Toronto. I I saw something fun. With now, I I don't. Uh, this has to be, uh, the. Well, I saw some a sub joke or joke by uh Bruce Owen. And uh, let me let me bring it back up. Let me. It was on Twitter. And it should he doesn't tweet too frequently, so it should be. Oh. This must be. He must be referring to himself. Uh, but he his tweet says he's uh. It says quote. Only player in NFL history to play in five different countries and get kicked out of a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like Twitter bio, put that on your resume. <laughs> oh yeah. 
because he's about to play in Germany. Fun stuff. You know they had to bring Brady out to go to Germany. It's like, okay, bring bring the old man here. Mm-hmm. I guys still remember some non-unified Germany. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what that is. <laughs> See, London gets gets the crap games and the Jaguars and all that, but Germany gets a, well Brady. the greatest uh, uh, player in NFL history and a generally you know probably a decent matchup. Yeah, this, this. I mean, this should still be a pretty good game. Here's the thing: Germans are a tough crowd. You've got to, you've got to impress them. The English are just like we're here to drink, and if it's a football game, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ever noticed that they go to countries where drinking is a big part of this? Yeah, it's almost like they know what pe- football fans do. Almost, <laughs> almost, almost, just a little bit. Let's move on. Chiefs beat the Titans 2017 in overtime, but the big story here is that Malik Willis went toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. in Arrowhead in primetime and damn near won the game. That's, that's, yep, that happened. Should I be Whoa! Holy crap! the 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 craziest part is he was five or sixteen and eighty yards passing. But Mahomes does Mahomes things and throws sixty eight. What? What? Excuse me, so I watched, 60, I watched that game. I didn't even realize that sixty eight times he threw the ball, four hundred and forty six yards. God. Now, and he was also the team's leading rusher with six carries for sixty three yards. That can't oh. happen. What in the world? My dude accounted for over 500 yards by himself. I was going to say, like, that. I see, this is why he's the exception. Because he's stupid good. Exception to? All of the quarterbacks getting paid handsome amounts of money being bad. There we go. There we go. You didn't. I was gonna. I, I love when you clarify that. <laughs> it's like he is the exception because it doesn't matter what he's got to do, he's doing it and he's doing it in the most insane fashion. Well, let me ask you this given what we just found out about how, what, how the Chiefs played and how Mahomes played, should I be concerned the Titans took him to overtime or should I be impressed the Titans took him to overtime? I, I feel like we should be concerned that they took him to overtime. I mean, th- being concerned for a 6-2 and two Chiefs team with Pat Mahomes blowing everyone out of the water uh, is is not saying much, to be fair. Um, but there comes a yeah. point... Their where, concern is like, yeah, there's a it, scale. Yeah, it's like there comes a point, though, where even Mahomes can't carry you. I don't know where that is yet with this team, but there's there will be a point where he, no matter what magic he's got, if he's the only one doing it, you've got a problem. And at least for this game, that was the problem. He was the only one doing anything. Uh, because you know, if Derek Henry, you know, doing Derek Henry things, you know, uh, pummeling you for uh, almost well. What does that average out to? Over well over five yards of carry, and 
the quarterback only throwing or completing five out of 16 passes for 80 yards and still taking you to overtime. That's, that's the problem in itself. But you won the game though. Yeah. But you won the game. I mean, Derek Henry's got, had, had both touchdown touchdowns and then, you know, Bullock got the field goal. Um, but it basically, basically, it was you let Derrick Henry beat you, and it's Derrick Henry. There's no shame in that. There's no shame. There's zero shame in that. It was more so Derrick Henry beating them than it was Malik Willis. He was just kind of there doing but, whatever he needed to do. Now he didn't make stupid. He didn't turn it over. That, and that's it, what you can ask for. And, and here's the thing: it's just like a starting pitcher in baseball, right? So any pitcher could do nothing and like just kind of be there. Mm-hmm. Yet if his offense is going well, he gets the win. Yeah, exactly. Malik Willis yeah. was the quarterback of record, whether or not he did anything. Uh-huh. And here's how lopsided it was. 499 yards to 229 yards. Casey turned it over once. But 29 first downs for Kansas City. 41 minutes of possession. In that, do you look at it and go, yeah, it's a 20 to 17 game? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> zero. Zero places. That's a that's a 50 to, <laughs> to that's, that's seven a game. That's what that is. Yeah. Like, that's, without having watched it, that in itself is just screams problems. I, I did not do very much in terms of watching highlights, except for I did make a point to watch the Patriots on to make sure I got to see something of it uh, because I've since given up on any attempt at streaming anything. Uh, but my goodness. All I got to say is congrats, Pat Mahomes, on your single-handed victory. Yes. Basically. <laughs> with, with, with the assistance of Travis Kelsey. Yes. <laughs> That's probably helped me win my game. Ravens 27, Saints 13. Ravens bad. Ravens good or Saints bad? The Saints aren't very good. They're not very good. I mean, the Ravens are clearly getting things figured out. That's for sure. Um, again, it helps that you're playing a bad team to get those things figured out. Yes. That certainly does help. I see. They, if I recall correctly, they were just obliterating Andy Dalton all day. They, they, they were in his face all day. Speaking of Andy Dalton, I saw this earlier. He is now the worst quarterback in prime time in NFL history. He's six and twenty. Wow. Co- Cousins is better than Andy Dalton in prime time. It may it may be in terms of percentage, not yeah. necessarily like <laughs> numbers. But... Well, I mean the stats say so, so they yeah, will go with that. Numbers but don't that's, lie. That's still wow. Like, holy cow! That kind of flies in my face. Though, keep saying he's not a he's not a bad quarterback. I'm like, well, yeah. uh, yeah, I didn't know that when I said that. So, I <laughs> <laughs> still were taking over I'm... a lot of guys in the NFL now. Yeah, but yeah, like, for sure. Uh, there was just we just knew that. If he was in the, I won't go to pick him. Yeah, but then again, that was probably well. Actually, it wasn't. There's no problem with Joe Burrow's on that same team. Yeah, they're going to the freaking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they're like they could go back. That would be nice. Joe Burrow is gonna is gonna break the the thing where 
Like, no quarterback that gets to a Super Bowl and loses his first time ever gets back. If there was ever a guy that would laugh in the face of that and get back, it'd be Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Let's move on to this week in the NFL. Of course, no Patriots game this week, so you'll not find something else to do. Uh, we'll start here. Vikings at the Bills. If Josh Allen plays, I say the Vikings lose. If the if Josh Allen does not play, give me the Vikings all day. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't even know who Josh Allen's backup is, to be honest. Why do I think it's Nate Peterman? Maybe. That might be it. Let's see. Hold on. Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum. Uh, Matt Barkley and Case Keenum. Matt Barkley is still in the league? Yeah. All right. Uh, and then Kate, oh, it would be Case Keenum because I was reading something earlier. It would be uh, he and Stefan Diggs versus the Vikings. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Um, I think I do. There's there's a reason why. Uh, well, I I had to make a bunch of decisions this week for fantasy, but I did ended up I picked up Vi- the Vikings defense for a week or two uh, to have as, as uh, flipping for my other two mediocre defenses, and then now I think I've got. I don't even know who I got. Either way, I ended up having to, I dropped them so I could pick up another kicker so I didn't have to get rid of Nick Falk uh, because, you know, bye week. Uh, but, you know, that that's typically what I ended up doing anyway. Uh, but they will, <clears throat> if if Josh Allen was supposed to be playing, which I think was what the projections were assuming at this moment, they were only projected like three points as a defense. I'm like, no, thank you. <clears throat> no. I think this could be a sneaky good game. It may not get the headline, but I think this could be a good game. Lions at the Bears. It could be, yeah. <clears throat> Especially now that Detroit has is running off the high of beating Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, despite them being bad. You still did it, and dang and it. it. Hey, wins don't come very often for Detroit, no. so they take them with that you get it. Exactly. You ride that high as long as you can. Uh-huh. Uh... But it, if nothing else, that should give them some confidence. Broncos at the Titans. Denver coming off the bye week. Titans coming off their close loss in Kansas City that we just talked about. Tennessee is a two-point favorite in this game. That seems a little low to me. A little bit. Um, but we'll see. Do we know, is, is Tannehill going to be... I don't know yet. Because I think with if Malik Willis is, is starting, then I, I think that's it, – it, I think that's two-point spread is fair. If Tannehill was starting, I still wouldn't say it's that much more significant. But, I mean, as long as Derrick Henry does Derrick Henry things, who cares about who's quarterback really? Pretty much. Because uh, I don't think they're, I don't think they're stopping him. <clears throat> Trying to find another decent game. There's not a whole lot this weekend. Excuse me. Uh, let's see here. Saints at the Steelers. Both teams are really bad. This this seems like a game the Steelers got to I mean, it's a, it's a to have a game for both, but the Steelers, particularly coming off that bye week, having a chance to get more people healthy, getting a chance to get Kenny Pickett more familiar with the offense. Mm-hmm. This seems like if the Steelers are going to make any kind of a, of a 
not necessarily a run of the playoffs, but they're going to be respectful. They got to win this game, then. Yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna recover anything, some type of pride. Yeah, you got to have it. And I, I'm just staring here at Kenny Pickett's stat line. I did not realize he was two touchdowns to eight interceptions. Right, well, uh-huh. That's a rough start. Um, <clears throat> just ouch. Yeah, it's not been pretty. Colts at the Raiders. Now, I, we just talked about this. I, I feel like if the Colts beat the Raiders, then Josh McDaniels is going to get the correct treatment. I uh, yeah, because the, the the first question should be really you lost to that guy. Oh, oh the guy who the... didn't even know he, he who was questioning why he's here. Oh, and by the way, as an ESPN analyst, he tweeted out two weeks ago that the Raiders are just bad. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. No, he's not, but you can't go saying that now. <laughs> now you got to go with, well, you know, they, they're, they're, they're struggling, but, you know, they're, they're doing all right, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, you're dim. You got you to gotta be. Respectfully lie. Respect, yeah, you got you to gotta respectfully lie. You got to bend the truth. Bend the truth. That's how we're going to phrase this now. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it. It's like we bend the truth and say, this is a good podcast. Cowboys at the Packers Mike McCarthy's first game in Green Bay since being fired this is a chance for him to show Aaron Rodgers two fingers neither of which you can show on television Mm -hmm. although sometimes it will happen to be thanks to the fans Maybe maybe put him up in the stands for a second and see what happens. You know, it'll just pan across and just very perfectly time it. You know, they they won't know what to do with themselves. No, they won't. But really, I mean, think about it. Like, Aaron Rodgers gets Mike McCarthy fired. And Mm -hmm. then Aaron Rodgers, three and six. Mike McCarthy, six and two. If McCarthy wins this game, that literally is just two fingers up uh, Mm -hmm. uh, to Aaron Rodgers from McCarthy. Like, thanks, thanks for this. Yeah. Now, I would give him the boat on my way out of the stadium. I would just casually yeah. walk by yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, hey, remember me? Like, hey, screw you. I, I need a I need a you know fifty thousand dollar fine for that or whatever they might give me. I'd eat that. Yeah. Like I'll have Jerry Jones pay it. Like screw sportsmanship. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah. I'm telling Dak, we're laying fifty on their ass this week. Why? Because <laughs> screw Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm 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 hoping the Cowboys win this, and I really do. So am I. It, to, and to do it in Lambo, that that would just be the icing on top of the cake, man. Oh yeah, just all give me all the nice sweet berries, top right on there. Just mm. Mm. Cardinals at the Rams. Can you say desperation bowl? This is gonna be the one where someone watches it. They might just I if I would turn this happen to turn this on, I might actually pass out. Just just looking at it, I'm gonna expect a boring game. But yes, desperation pull for sure. I think you and I are gonna be spared having to watch that game. <laughs> Thank goodness. So. I believe so. Let's find out. Yes, we get Dallas and Green Bay. Wow. You and I get 
Actually, you get a different game than me uh, on CBS early. I get uh, New Orleans-Pittsburgh, and you get Minnesota-Buffalo. Damn you. What do I have? I have... I have <clears throat> Cleveland at Miami, and you have Houston at the Giants. Neither one of us really wins that one o'clock window. Hmm. Actually, you kind of do because you get the Bills and the and the Vikings. I I wanted that game. I hope they give uh, NFL Sunday ticket to Apple because I had Apple <clears throat> TV Plus. Yeah, I used to go watch it. I would love to be able to watch any game I want. It, it would give me another piece of incentive to it, 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 to, well, being able to watch any game I want would give me the incentive, but also I'd be able to take advantage of all the other things on Apple TV. Exactly. I mean, there's plenty of things to do so. I just, you know, I'm not trying to pay for 97 different streaming services. Uh, Fair. But, but it would certainly, it would certainly help. You'd have um, Brian I baseball. Yeah, good to watch, and then you'd have various MLB highlight shows, and then NFL Sunday Ticket. Yeah, <sighs> Chargers at the 49ers. Th- this, I, I feel like this game goes one of two ways: one, snooze fest; two, mm-hmm. really, really good game, mm-hmm. and no in between. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, it's the thing that that has been consistently working against the Chargers is that they're beaten up. They, they, like I've got a, a so the Niners. Yeah, they, so it's just gonna be it's gonna be who can limp to the finish line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who, who can limp faster at this point? Um, they don't. It's, it seems weird with ESPN. They don't even have a rushing yards leader for San Francisco. It's almost got to be Debo, like, doesn't it? it? It's got Austin Eckler over there for Los Angeles. It doesn't have anything for San Francisco. Also, speaking of rushing yards leader, Kylo Murray's still the rushing yard leader of the of the Cardinals. <laughs> Nine weeks in. I'm sorry, but that should not happen. Like, not don't you have Lamar James Conner? Does, does he not know how to run the ball anymore? Like... Did they not? St- <laughs> what happened to James Conner? <laughs> but yeah, no, that should not be happening. Uh, I, mean, I would have to have, have figure it's probably Debo, but I don't know why it's it's literally not showing that in the season leaders thing. That's it's just, just not so showing anyone any populated number, which that that's weird. You know what? It's a mirage. <clears throat> the point is not on the ball at all. All they're gonna <laughs> throw it every single damn time. That's why Trey Lance got injured. <laughs> Last one, Commanders at the Eagles. We know how this game is going. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not is, much to say about that one. Any bloodbath, anyone? Oh, yeah. Like, not just a bloodbath, oh, yeah. like... Like yeah. Sparta bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, this is no, not going to be fun. Uh, the Commanders no. might not even might as well not even show up. Save yourself the bodily harm and not even show up. Now, wouldn't it be funny if they beat him? 
Yes, I will laugh. I will laugh hysterically, and it will just prove my point. <laughs> uh, and I'm here for it. Yeah, uh, I would be here for it. All hundred percent. I, I like sim- Just because this is always how the mind brain works. If I don't really have a dog in the fight, and really I don't here, I go with, I, I go with an underdog, and and for the sake. of of wanting to see the the Eagles lose, I hope Washington wins. I don't like Philadelphia, so go Washington yeah. for the simple reason of I think Philly fans are annoying. Yeah, that's um, my entire reason. Like, do I at all think the Commanders deserve such a victory? No, uh, <laughs> but I will laugh at it when if they do. You know, uh, two people who deserve such a victory: Ron Rivera and Taylor and Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. Uh, uh, Oh man, I'm just going to refer to him as Mr. Guy who got shot in the leg because I do not remember yes, his him. name. Yes, yes, him. I, I, yes. <laughs> Apologies for not knowing your name off the top of my head, but yes, those are the only three people. Yes, because I mean, really, it's been a Heineke, just a Heineke uh, redemption arc in its own way. Um, Let's just point this out. <laughs> in what universe? Is trading not just signing a franchise, but giving up draft assets for Carson Wentz and upgrade over what you already had? Yeah. In what way is that deemed acceptable? Someone, please tell me the logic. I want to. Sh- I want to see the math. Well, the math. I don't think the math's going to check out. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm, I, I think I show your work, Washington GM. It's going to be as illogical as dividing by zero. You can't do it. Yes. Does like, not compute. I, I will argue this just like I argue with any dog. Taylor Heineke is not a bad quarterback. I mean, you know, the commanders weren't good last season at all, but him and Terry McLaurin knew how to tear it up. And not only this, but. They've highlighted Taylor Heineke is actively trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I never got the impression Carson Wentz was trying to get better. Nope. Ne- never. And frankly, it, 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 it's just... <sighs> nope. He's, he's never, he had never shown once that he was actually trying to better himself. For any reason. So That's... simply for seeing Philadelphia lose their first game in a laughable matter, I want Washington to win. Now, how about this? Eagles lose the week after Philadelphia becomes the first team, first city ever to lose two championships on the same day. Ha 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 ha! Philadelphia Union lost the MLS Cup final to the to uh, LAFC. And then on Saturday night, the Astros beat the Phillies in game six of the World Series to win the World Series four games to two. Within a matter of hours, the city of Philadelphia, the Philadelphia market, because the Philadelphia Union actually play in a town called Chester, Pennsylvania, uh, which is just south of Philadelphia. Uh, But the city of Philadelphia lost two championships in the span of seven hours. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. Yep. The fires are bad. You keep losing finals, and hopefully the Eagles lose at some point. Like, I'm loving this. (laughs) 
I don't even care if the, the Braves because I knew he weren't going to the World Series again. Like that takes a lot to repeat as champion of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, was load up again this year. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's tough. Obviously, that's tough in any sport, but baseball is the one I'm always like, you you won now, but have fun trying to do that again next year. Like here's the thing, it. <laughs> I truly believe the Braves are built to keep winning, but I heard I, after last year, I kept hearing everyone say like, "Oh, the Braves are built to win more." And I'm like, "Stop saying that!" You said that 2016 Cubs, and look what happened. They didn't they haven't been damn done shit since then. Like, just don't say <laughs> like, that. Like, the the <laughs> fact that the Astros have been to what? How how many have they been to in the last like six seven years? Like four or five. Like. The fact that they've been to that many is insane. Uh, granted, some of that was uh, you know, some cheating and yeah. um, some of that, but still, <laughs> the fact that that's occurred, and then they come out and aren't cheating anymore, and, and still happen to win. Uh, like, my goodness. I'm just, I'm just happy that Dusty Baker got his World Series ring. Uh, if, if any, if I had any emotional investment in that, other than uh, the by proxy uh, Philly suck, uh, <laughs> it was seeing that old man win a World Series. My God, he, he's it's his 25th year as a manager in, in Major League Baseball. He has the most wins, or had the most wins without a World Series. Win as a manager, he won one as a player, but like just to see, he's one of the most, if not, he's <clears throat> probably the most respected and most beloved manager in baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone loves him. And you could, and you could tell by the immediate reaction. Like, when I was looking over the videos, the immediate reaction of the, the guys in the, in the um, dugout as soon as they, they didn't run out to the field, they swarmed. Dusty Baker. And what did Dusty do? In the he didn't even watch the final out. He recorded it in his scorebook. And then he <laughs> and then he started celebrating. <laughs> like he didn't even watch the last out being recorded. He just watched it down as an out in his in his scorebook. That's an OG. <laughs> now he has one of those claims to fame. He was in the on deck circle when Hang Aaron hit his 715 home run. New week. He, for the, he used to play for the Braves. Well, then. So, congrats to Dusty. Congrats to the Astros. I'm just, I'm still there. I really am. Like, I, I don't like the Phillies. In fact, I hate the Phillies, actually. Uh, hate the Phillies. One of them to lose was was mad they beat the Braves, but I like it was it wasn't even that, it was just the overwhelming joy of of seeing Dusty get his ring. That's what it was. It was like that's what oh, and Trey Mancini, one of the Astros' first basemen, he beat cancer two years ago, and now he's a World Series champion. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care how much you may hate the Astros organization, you can't hate that. Nope. This is funny. This is funny. So Jim Crane is the owner of the Astros. <clears throat> he, he got himself in some hot water by kind of not apologizing for, for the scandal and kind of not really like 
accepting it either. When Commissioner Manfred handed him the trophy, he said, it is now my pleasure to hand the trophy over to Jim Crane. It sounded like he said, it is not my pleasure to hand the trophy to the Astros owner. I'm like, watch what you're saying there, Rob. Yep. You have to leave Houston at some point. And I watched that and I'm like, this is hilarious. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, well, barring nothing else, I think that's our show. Yeah, I ain't got nothing else. to add? No? All right. So the no Patriots game this week, we've got the Jets coming up in two weeks. We wish there was a West Virginia game this week, but unfortunately there is. (laughs) West Virginia faces off against the Sooners. And if they could bring the schooner with them, they probably wouldn't ring drive out in the field, but you can't bring a live mascot on the road. Big 12 <laughs> rule. So, we'll look back at West Virginia and Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma State after Oklahoma? And then Kansas State, Dan the year? Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah, because a lot of it's kind of funny. They do chew up both Oklahoma schools back to back. Yeah. And fun fact, fun fun thing, fun fun quirk. You began your conference season with Kansas on the uh, on, at home. You will end it with Kansas State. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> for, you know, for some reason, I think I'm wrong. Hold on. No, it's Kansas State. It's Oklahoma, hmm. Kansas State, and then I call at Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. Because they end the year on the road. They don't end it at home. So it's Oklahoma two-step at home. And then... And then at at Kansas State. Either way, it's not looking good for West Virginia at all to go go bowling. Nope, it would not surprise me if they end the season three and nine. And that that and now someone actually made this point <clears throat> that Neil Brown has injuries on his side as to why he should be given another year. I'm like injuries or not, this team is still bad. It's like it was bad beforehand. I mean, it was it yeah. was apparent there were problems before people started going down, and the only pro- person that wasn't a problem was Donaldson, and then he went down. Yeah. I can give JT Daniels not a not a problem pass. I, I, I can give him, I, I can give him a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I could certainly say that at this point he'd have been better off going anywhere else. Literally anywhere else. Literally anywhere else. And again, he could have gone to he, he the Concord and done himself better. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? This five star Division One champion goes down like some D two school. Yep. Like, hey, what it was was that like a, that's a national championship room? What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> At this point I'd probably take Concord over West Virginia right about now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, see you can score. Okay, they're putting up like sixty a game. 
That's not the average, I'm sure, but they it seems like every time I turn it on, it's, they're putting up like 50, 60. Mm-hmm. They're giving up like 40, 50, but hey, all you got to do is outscore them by one. Yep. All right, so that's that. With that, next week, like I said, to discuss Patriots and the Jets, West Virginia, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, as we do our Oklahoma two step. So for Darren, I am Lucas. It's been season three, episode 13 of the Scientific Ocean Podcast. Darren, take us home. Adios, everybody. <laughs>